0: Good morning, podcasting morning chat. Today is Thursday, February 1st, 2024. And it's also the start of Black History Month. Today, we're going to be exploring how our podcast can drive change. I'll explain in a few. And in the meantime, if you don't mind... Hit that share button, bottom left-hand side of the screen, and share it however Clubhouse allows you to do so. And that could be a text. It could be pinging some fellow Clubhousers in the room. Whatever it is, just go ahead and share and go ahead and give us about two minutes and we'll get things rolling. Thanks for being here. morning podcasting morning chat thanks for being here good to have you good to see you early birds here this morning looks like we've got some people who are dragging their feet up there's another person good to see you chris (laughs) today first i want to acknowledge black history month it is the beginning of black history month and for that i wanted to dig in a bit to our podcast and specifically around change. Because it is the first day of Black History Month and we're at least for me I'm reminded of the what's the profound impact that voices, stories and certain actions can have on our world. And this month is really a testament to the power of change. So I want to make I want to find out how you're making a difference in this world and how this podcast of yours or maybe podcasts are inspiring change whether it's for you for your audience I I want to dig into that and yes I know I was talking to Nick briefly this morning and I had this question and another and he said wow these are some deep questions and yeah I think they can be a little deep And I think that at least some of us here started our podcasts to inspire change. So I want to hear from you about that, and that's actually going to be the question of the morning as well. In other words, I know I sometimes go with an icebreaker before we get into the topic, and oftentimes the icebreaker takes over. So today I'm just going to let it take over from the (laughs) get-go. So with that I am going to go to the the actual question and I also wanted to ask you Nick before you answer that if you wouldn't mind giving a little and I'll I'll put a link up here if you wouldn't mind giving a little tease because today Thursday 12 p.m. Eastern we are back with the next next gen podcaster community we're going to be doing one of our mastermind calls. And I'm looking forward to this one because Nick has been supercharged to share this tool he's been using a lot lately. So, Nick, before I ask you the question, you want to share a little bit about today's Next Gen Podcaster session?
1: Absolutely. Uh, good morning, everybody. Um, yeah. So, I kind of teased it a little bit last week. Um, talking about perplexity ai and how i've been using it and it's it's a powerful thing i've I've used it like exclusively over google for like anything that i have questions about or need to troubleshoot etc and it has blown my mind so we're going to dive into that during the show or during the um session and then we're also going to be taking a look at. We want to hear from the members, from the community itself, and basically see the direction that they're heading um, and where. I don't know how you you yeah. worded it a certain way that I yeah can, I can't think of <laughs> sure
0: sure uh, yeah I mean basically we want to we the make putting it simply we want to know from you what you're using with your AI. How it's helping, or maybe how you're stuck and you're looking for some some guidance, some help. Maybe it's a it's a matter of, I know Alex is looking to really create a workflow with his with using AI and other tools as well, right? So we won't just focus on AI. We're going to focus on what what's your workflow, what's your work process, where is it now? Where do you want it to go? And we'll all explore it together. And the perplexity thing, Nick, if you could just in a nutshell, and when I know you said you're using it for Google, but like here, let's, here's another example. Would you mind sharing how you used it yesterday to help us field some news stories, even though we didn't get to a lot of them? Uh, How, how do you use it for that research?
1: Yeah. So I've been, I've been testing it with like a couple different applications. One from like, sort of like how you would use chat GPT, where you can generate responses, whether that's scripts, images, um, pretty much anything that ChatGPT GPT can generate. It just does it a little bit differently. Um, and then I'm using it for like the research side of things. So we were talking about the news articles. And I basically went in and asked it for like, news around podcasting, some of the latest updates and headlines in the world of podcasting that can help creators and et cetera. And perplexity will go in and scan a ton of different sources. Like usually when I ask for an answer on something, it'll give me like 20 different sources that it pulled answers from and cite them and then give you an answer, basically compile all of those responses and give you an answer. So when I was looking for news headlines, it gave me like five or six, like pretty decent news headlines along with the the links and everything where it pulled those, that information from. Um, so that's just yeah. one use. Um, it's, I'm excited to dive into it in all the ways that I've been using it because it kind of blew my mind how much it can actually do and how much it's actually helped and saved me time this past week. Yeah
0: that's so cool and it's so it you know we talk a lot about chat gpt and i think that this one is it's just an, it's just a different beast and one that i feel like is maybe as far as resources and as far as citing sources i think maybe more accurate and give more details than the chat gpt stuff so nick's going to show us today at 12 noon He's going to show us the different ways we can be using it, and I think that will get our brains moving as far as how can we be using it within our podcasting, within our businesses, within our careers, personally, etc. So I'm excited to see it in action. I've only seen little bits and pieces of it from Nick, so it'll be somewhat new to me as well. And reminder... If you're not part of Next Gen Podcaster, you can sign up for free. You get 30-day free trial and you you don't have to give us any payment information to set up that trial. All you got to do is put in your name and email address so we can stay in touch, not spam you, but stay in touch and yeah, doesn't cost you anything. So, consider joining us. All right, so here's what I'll do. I'm going to give Nick a minute since he dove into something different and skip him for for now, and we're going to come back to you, Nick. Here is the question that we will kick off with Amanda. And like I said, I know normally these are icebreakers, and we'll go through the, the moderators until people like Soda are brave enough to jump up on stage and play along. Thank you, Soda. All right, so here is the question. What's, what, let's see, let's do it like this. If your content could change one thing in the world, one thing in the world, what would it be and why? Good morning, Amanda. What, you, what say you?
2: Good morning. So I feel like I would just want our, Chris and I's content to just unite people, and I think It does that in its original form to some extent because it's music. And even if you disagree with our views, we're still gathered at, quote unquote, a table discussing something. And we can have fun, healthy conversations about something that affects people's moods and everything. So I feel like it's kind of doing what I would want it to do, and that's just unite people.
0: Mm, I love that. Do you feel like that was something that going into it, you knew like this is something I want to do, or do you think that's something that evolved over time?
2: I don't think no, I didn't go into it think like we well, I guess we went into it knowing that everybody likes music, but I don't think I really thought about the impact of what that means for the world that some. There's something so common that we all have in common. Cause I really haven't met anyone who's like, oh, I hate music. <laughs> I was
0: thinking that when you said that. I mean, sure, it may be a particular kind of music. But
2: yeah, genre. Everybody seems music. to like
0: music of, yeah. of some sort.
2: Yeah, maybe they don't want the country twang, but they can really like get down with some rap. You know what I mean? Right. So there's everybody likes some form of music. So I think Chris and I really were aware of that. But we, I don't think there was a lot of discussion of what that could possibly do, and it wasn't until like we read some of the even the hate comments are coming from a, a place of passion about music, and they're really not well, they're not hate comments, they're just kind of dumb comments, but they're funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I just would love for every episode to put people in this mindset of, you know, anchoring into something that we all can enjoy. And even if it's just for a little while, everyone's minds go to a good place.
0: I love that. Thank you for sharing that, Amanda. And by the way, I don't know if it was actually yesterday that you posted this on TikTok, but I saw it yesterday and it was, uh, it was your mini micro influencer uh, (laughs) video. And I, I really liked it and appreciated it. And I know that's a trend. I did it with some podcasters heading mm-hmm. to PodFest. So I know that's a new trend going on right now.
2: Yeah, miniature mini micro-influencer and how it's getting me like pennies. It's a, <laughs> it's a wonderful feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and can I just share, uh, since we're talking and kicking off Black History Month, uh, Dominic is going to be on Chris and I's show on the 12th, mm. representing and helping us you know, just enjoy and celebrate Black History Month. So we're really excited that he's going to be a part of the show on the 12th.
0: Oh, that's so cool. I love that. That's awesome. It's cool to see we've had more and more people from this community joining as a guest on Amanda's and Chris's show. That's awesome. And I can't wait to hear that one. And I know well, we'll get to you, Dominic, in a moment. So I'll I'll wait. And actually what I'll do is Simona stand by. I'm gonna go to Soda with our question this morning. Good morning, Soda. So I'm asking, if your content could change one thing in the world, what would it be and why?
3: I love this question. And it actually is related to the topic. Um I would like I have a lot of followers who are enemies and I would like to help them find common ground and not hate each other any, anymore. Um, with the, with the AI group and the art group and the writing group and the music group, it was just so much fortune. So I'd, I'd love to kind of unite them all.
0: Ooh, I love that. So can you share a little bit more about this, uh, i'll I'll call it tension <laughs> between your audience like what, what is what is this? i know you started to a little bit as far as the different types of people the ai i guess and the non ai maybe <laughs> but uh what like what's going on with that and did you expect that
3: oh no i i so i got really into ai art 2 years ago and i became like like one of the top ai artists then and so I, I had a huge following, like over 35,000 followers. And like, it was, it was really good. But then it became controversial. But it was so bad. Like I was getting death threats. I was getting so much like horrible, horrible harassment from my art followers. Like it was, it's like a war. It is so, so bad. And it's starting to leak into the the writing and the music community too. And so. I think that's why every time I hear like AI, I get stressed out because it's just, it's so, so bad in both of those communities. So,
0: wow. Wow. That's crazy. And I, and I love the somewhat of a reframe there for you. You know, you could have, you could have packed it all in and said, screw it. I don't want to deal with all this. And instead, you're going down the road of more, I want to try to find a way to find common ground. And similarly, I guess to Amanda, almost unite these people together. That's that's so interesting, Soda, and sorry to hear that you even got some, I know I laughed and that's probably not appropriate, but sorry to hear that you got some some pretty nasty responses from people and, you know... You know what? Go talk to Amanda one day. Amanda seems to deal with the hateful feedback very well. I think we can all learn (laughs) a few things from Amanda.
2: Soda slash Holly. If you want to uh, do a hater hotline together one of these days just for therapy, (laughs) let's do it. I would love that. (laughs) We'll play with it. It'll be great.
0: I think that would be an awesome collaboration.
4: (laughs) The thought of a angry artist just makes me crack up i i know that doesn't it's not but what do they do get their paintbrushes out and start like you know i, I no, don't
5: they're
3: know. scary they said they threatened to send me anthrax like they i understand like child. I, I, I understand
4: I, I just think <laughs> of, i just think of like the the funny part of it like these, uh i people are whack up. people are just yeah, so, they're crazy <laughs> people are very brave
0: when they're behind their computers that's for sure. All right, let's go. Nick, are you ready to answer? Can we come back to you? Because I, I, I said we were gonna, and I'm not going to let you slide by. If you think you can answer this one, if your content could change one thing in the world, what would it be and why?
1: Yeah, so I think for me, and this is kind of the, the whole premise of me starting my podcast in the first place, um, is really to... Power people and give people the confidence to kind of go out and build their own legacy and not have to be, not feel stuck in like a job or a career or potentially life that they hate and just go out and get it themselves. That was the whole kind of idea behind the nine five podcast is like showing the different ways that people are, building their own companies and making money for themselves and on their own terms and not just relying on a job to maybe push them up the corporate ladder and get a few raises here and there and then retire 50 years from now or 30 years from now, wherever they're at in the, the whole process and just feel stuck during that whole time frame because life is short and for some it's shorter than others. And we don't know who that's going to be. We don't, it could be us. We might not get tomorrow. So if you're stuck in this world where you feel like you're just grinding day in and day out, like I want to help you get out of that. I want to show you that there are other options than what you just have, because I was in that boat where that was the only option. (laughs) You either get lucky and find a career that you like, or you basically grind it out until you retire. And then you can enjoy life. And I don't think that's how we should live.
6: And that is it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> End
1: scene. <laughs> End scene. Sorry. I forgot. You
7: left us speechless.
1: Yes.
0: I, and I just, I was talking with, with mute on. Yeah. So thank you, Nick. And my question is, Follow up question really is Has there ever was there ever a time that you heard from somebody that said, Yeah, this made a difference. This, this evoked change for me. I'm going to do something about it. Curious. Is that, have you ever heard from that? Or, and if you, if you haven't, you know, what, what was, well, I'll first let me let you ask for it. Let me let you answer first. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean, there have definitely been some people that kind of had a similar mindset shift to what I had. I know I shared like probably a couple of weeks ago oh, I had kind of read that book and realized like holy crap, there, there are other options and you can you can actually do it. It's not just for the, the select few that can like build their own business and the brand and everything. And there have been a couple of people that have reached out and kind of had that mindset shift and realize like, yeah, I want to take kind of take control and take matters into my own hands. And I mean, my podcast had covered a range of topics like in that entrepreneur space. So it, I, I, I don't think I, I wanted to keep it broad, but I think it almost went too broad with some of it, but there were definitely some episodes that resonated with people and got people either thinking more about how they can make some extra side money with Amazon type stuff, or maybe they were really interested in doing kind of real estate kind of things. And, um, it's just cool that the show like motivated them and show could show them that like normal people are doing this. Mm -hmm. It's not just like an Elon Musk that's got all this money in the world and he can just make it happen by snapping his fingers. Like there's people that go from, 9 to 5 grind every single day and it starts out as something that they just kind of pick away at until it becomes their full-time job and they don't have to worry about the 9 to 5 anymore. They're making more money selling stuff from Amazon or selling stuff through Amazon than they ever were in their 9 to 5 jobs, And that's that's kind of what it was all about. Yeah,
0: very cool. Thank you for indulging and sharing. I appreciate that, Nick. I'm going to keep it moving. So we are going to go to Jackie. Good morning to you, Jackie. It's been a couple of days since I got to talk to you. Actually, it's been even longer than a couple for me because I was out a couple days last week at PodFest. So good to see you. And yeah, if your content could change one thing in the world, what would it be and why? Good morning.
8: Good morning. I just woke up. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a heavy question for me just waking up. Um, let me think. Well, it's kind of obvious growth is what I would want to change. Um, mental growth, mental health, um, just the way people look at things in general, um, maybe not judging and I'm beyond mental health because I'm going to start a spiritual pod, like I said. So Beyond judging and just letting information come into you, if that makes sense. Like, we're not judging these people with mental health issues. We're not judging these people that have gone through these crazy things. We're truly trying to put ourselves in their shoes and understand, like, why they may lash out at times, why they may be this way, and look at it in a different light because it's all going to get us one day you know, and we're always put into that pair of shoes, unfortunately, I feel. So, you know, just understanding as much as you can. I think just the understanding of people, and I know this is very hippy-dippy, but I feel like with understanding more and understanding people's differences that's going to be the big change because people don't want to understand, which is what causes conflict, right? Like That's why you can't work things out. Even with religious things and stuff like that, just understanding. I was actually, I know this is long-winded, but I have a good friend, and it's so funny because we do not see eye to eye on a lot of shit that like People would battle to the death over. And I know that sounds dramatic, but I'm serious. It's like big topics that people like threaten people over. And we're just able to hear each other out and hear the information from each other and still support each other in every way we can. So I just wish that like content that maybe I put out could make people see like these are still people. And there's reasons behind the way they think, and kind of start to understand that a little more. I don't know if I'm making sense. I, I think you are coffee.
0: No, okay, good. <laughs> I think you're making sense. Yeah, Soda agrees. Yeah, I think it's, it's clear that you want, if it's one thing that you want to provoke or invoke as far as change goes, it's to understand one another. And, I mean, I actually it that actually I was just talking about this with my wife the other day, how it's I, I feel like I have that ability where where I really understand both sides, right? If there are two sides to in a to a, a a topic, I tend to when somebody's sharing, I really in that moment, I get it. Like I get why they feel that way. Some of the sometimes we you know when there's a an opposing position and it's a strong topic it's a it's a heated topic when I'm sitting and listening most of the time unless they're just being completely ridiculous but if they can articulate what it is why they stay why they're in that position why they have that position I can I can buy into it for a moment right like I want I want to hear what they have to say I want to feel what they're feeling. And it helps soften me up a little bit. Maybe if I'm on the other side of the coin, I don't. It doesn't mean I I'm going to change my mind, but I do have. The, I do feel like I have this ability to to feel what the other position feels, and I think that serves me pretty well. I love that. Thank you. And I think. I, and I. How do you know? How would you know then, Jackie? In other words, would there be a way to measure? that that change is happening the success of that change or the impact of your content that you know is there a way that you can measure that people are or maybe even one person has found that ability to understand somebody
8: yeah and i think it's just people reaching out like i've had people reach out i put out me and my husband's podcast which was a really heavy one and they were like oh my god like my husband needs to hear this. Like everybody wants to play it to their husband in the background and just see if they'll listen. <laughs> like, Cause it's the man's side. Right. And we're moms, most of us. So it's like, we go through this and then they go through something completely different. And a lot of times I don't mean to put this out there and generalize men hide it more than women do. And it, it's, it, it's expressed in different ways. So just that comment right there, or like, you know yeah i think it would just be interaction and mm-hmm. to be honest with you just the way people talk around me the way people were commenting on my stuff i think that would be it like instead of throwing hate which we all know there are still going to be haters everywhere they're like ah okay like i see where you're going with this you know like there's an understanding with that i think with podcasting, it's kind of hard. It's like a person to person type of thing. Um, Yeah, I I still don't know if I'm making sense.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You are. You are. Yes. Yeah, you're you're basically if, if you're hearing from people and they're sharing that that's your that's your way of measuring
4: it.
8: Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, dude, that episode with Casey, I'm telling you, so many people have already reached out to me and I'm like, damn. Like, I need to do more content on this. So I am going to bring him in on more stuff because it needs to be both sides. I'm realizing that fathers do want to listen.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead, Nick.
1: I think that's the key, especially with topics that are like what you just talked about, Jackie, especially topics that are, um, that seem so like polarized, like there's either A or B getting, getting into the discussions that share both sides and show the human in both sides and the reasoning and the why and the emotion and everything be, between, no matter what side you're on, I think that's the, the ticket right there. it's it's humanizing everybody. I feel like a lot of times when there are topics that are so polarizing, it's like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's almost like you see that other side as not human. If you will, mm-hmm. like they must be some kind of robot because they don't see it this way. But when you realize that there's real emotion and real story and real realness behind it, I think that's the, the power. Um, yeah, I've, I'll just leave it at that. Cause I yeah. I can't collect my thoughts.
9: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we're, I think we're all uh, a little, a little sleepy this morning, me included. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just toward the end of the week. I don't know. Uh, but yes, I, I'm tracking with you, Nick. Totally tracking with you. Uh, I want to keep things moving because the stage is filling up, which I love to see. And I want to remind you in the audience to come up, come up here. You can't give us a wrong answer. We want to know if your content could change one thing in this world. What is that one thing for you? what it, What would it be? and why? Come up and share. We want to hear it. So we went to Jackie, so thank you, Yvonne. We're going to go to Simona. Simona, welcome back. I know you after Podfest did some traveling and I think still traveling, but I think now you're on a in a better time zone. so thank you for coming. and yeah, if your content could change one thing in the world, what would it be and why?
10: Good morning. I'm actually back home. I got home last night. Oh, nice. I know. I missed my bed. Yeah. It's so nice. Um, if my content could change one thing, I mean, I feel like it's kind of always been the same intention with my content sort of ever since I started doing it. Um, I just want when people come across my my content for them to feel seen and heard and related to um ultimately i just want them to feel less alone that's that's literally it i don't have a long-winded answer
0: (laughs) nor do you have to have one that's totally cool and what was all right so i'm going to go in a different direction with my follow-up question and if you're open to sharing what was the inspiration behind happiness happens what provoked you to start a podcast about really the, the meaning of happiness?
10: Hmm. That's a good question. So when I first started this show, I, I feel like, okay, I don't know how to explain this in a way that's not going to sound like self-centered because I don't feel this way about myself. It's just something that comes from the outside. Okay. So growing up, I was always, I've always had a bubbly personality. I've always, you know, people. People will say, you know, being in, a, being around you is like sunshine and, you know, you're like a light and like all this stuff. And like still people will still say that stuff to me and I don't necessarily believe it, but I'm starting to like, I'm starting to understand it. Um. So when I found myself in this spot of uh, just, I, I just was, I, I just hated everything about myself. The way that I was, how I looked, how I acted, the way I spoke, the way I showed up in life and all these things. And so on the outside, you know, people would be like, oh, you're the happiest person I know. And you're so friendly and you're so kind. And then on the inside, I felt like a dark cloud all the time. And I was like, this is so complex because on the outside, it was so easy for me to just be, um, to be bright and to be someone who, you know, you can come and land and talk and share whatever you need to share about. But on the inside, I couldn't I couldn't really even do day to day. And so that was a really complicated place to be in. And so I started going to therapy around that time. And I started learning a lot of different things about how we process emotions and how, you know, the, the stories that we have for ourselves in our lives are created by people who love us, but also tell us who we are and how we are. And so I started the show as fully an exploration of trying to understand my own self and through that would share things about grief and loss and fear and shame and sadness and happiness and joy. And like all the, all the feelings, all the emotions and guilt. Guilt is a huge one. I feel guilty all the time. Um, everything that I do every single day of my life, I feel guilty for something. Um, so I'm still working on it, but I still, I I started, I started going through like all the, all the, the motions if you will and i started learning all these things and i thought to myself like if i'm learning this there has to be somebody else in this world who feels the same and who probably doesn't feel heard and probably feels alone and you know maybe they don't feel like they can be themselves because their their family has painted them into a specific box and so when i started the show and started sharing all these different pieces of myself the first things that i heard from the first people i heard from was my family and they were like well, how could you, how could you be like that? You know, you're, you're always so happy. And I think it was just a lesson maybe for them and other people and my own self that, you know, we don't always show on the outside how we actually feel on the inside. And I'm never someone who really, I mean, I do wear my heart on my, on my sleeve, but most of the time, like most people will never know, you know what I mean? And so, I don't know. I, I just, it became like a personal journal the show of of the journey that I was going on and then I started meeting new people and you know exploring the topics of happiness but even now still um if I'm upset about something or you know if I'm I'll say if I'm upset about something like if something happens especially like within my family um the response that I get is you shouldn't be upset about this because you host a happiness podcast and like you should just be happier. And it's a very like, yeah, it's a very interesting thing because it's like that's not even that's not even the intention behind the show. <laughs> it's just really crazy. And so a lot of what I've been learning and a lot of the content that's coming out for that podcast in this year will be a lot about, you know, my my separation event, you know, I'm still going through the divorce part of it, but separation part of it, divorce part of it. Um, and then learning how to live life on your own on your own terms. I'm very good at living my life in the way that I want to. Um, but I've always looked for validation everywhere for from everyone in every single decision that I make. And so it's just undoing the web of what that looks like, right? And so I don't know, this is very long winded, so I feel like I've taken up so much time talking about this. Um, but I think, you know, while the intention of all the work that I do is for people to feel less alone, even in the podcast business as well, um, I think that it's really important to just meet people where they are and then give them a little dose of, of hope. And if you listen, if you ever listen to the podcast, you'll know that we're not, you know, gatekeeping happiness. We're not, um, you know, skirting over all of the things we're actually talking about what are those things in life look like that need, that you need to, to adopt in terms of mindset or whatever it is that that we're doing every single day. Um, to live a happier life. And it doesn't mean a, a life where you're, you're smiling 24 seven, but like a life that you actually feel at peace with. So the, that's the, the mission now is, is to help people, um, live their life on their own terms, regardless of what that terms looks like. You know, I come from an Italian family. You're expected to get married, have kids. That's what you're, that's what you do. Um, I don't, you know, I left corporate, started my my own business. That was the whole pushback from my family as well. Got divorced, that was a whole thing, you know, in my family and it still is and it's a lot of opinions about my life every single day. So anyways, I'm not trying to take up the whole stage talking about that. But anyways, that that's a very long-winded way yeah. <laughs> of why I created the podcast.
0: Yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing all that and and really sharing such I'll call them intimate details of 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 what was behind this.
10: But you know what, Mark? These are the things that I share on my podcast. Yeah. And, you know, I think one thing is like people will say, "Oh, you know, I'm really good at being vulnerable, and it's not hard for me to be vulnerable." Because what I've realized is through vulnerability, I I guarantee you, there's someone on this stage right now, even if you wouldn't say it, or someone listening in the audience that you will resonate with what I'm saying, and you might not feel able to to voice that and share that. But the more you're vulnerable as a human being, the more permission you give to someone else to feel that same way or to tap into their own vulnerability a little bit more. And so like this is stuff that I share every single episode of my podcast. You'll learn more about me on that show than you ever will me on this.
0: I love that. And you know, uh and I don't know if you've heard me share I have the thing about the word vulnerability ver- versus the word bravery. Right? Because the word vulnerability really means to put ourselves in harm's way, physically or mentally. And to to really expose ourselves to that. And I would like to I personally like to reframe that and, and call it bravery that you aren't afraid to share who you are and what you go through. And to me, that, that just that feels a lot better than exposing yourself to pain and suffering, right? It's just a reframe that I, I've embraced from a coach of mine a few years ago. I saw, Yvonne, I saw you were lighting up the emojis when Simona was talking. So I wanted to, and you don't have to, but I just wanted to see, did you have anything, did you want to respond at all to what Simona shared?
5: Yeah,
11: yeah, absolutely. I I also have tend to have that that um that person the the, the what am I trying to say? I don't know. I don't want to call it a facade, but I come off as a pretty happy person in general. <laughs> and um and I and I like to laugh and 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 all that. And so I totally get what you're saying, Simona, that sometimes you you never know what somebody's going through, right? Um, and I can very much relate to the mission that you have of, of put, putting something out in the world so that other people know that they're not alone. And it, it, it I think what you, I'm hearing, and I need to go listen to your podcast now is that it is talking a, there's a mindset aspect of what you're talking about, which is I'm doing the same thing. It's just that I'm talking to people who are of an age where all of the patterns that they set up for themselves when they were too young to know better, um, when they were trying to please their parents, um, fit in with friends, all the things, where by the time you are in midlife, you've got patterns that you have set up and limiting beliefs about yourself that keep you from living your best life. Because you're con, it's just a habit. And so the whole point of my podcast is to speak to that moment in your life where when you get to midlife, it's this opportunity to reinvent yourself. And that doesn't mean change yourself. That means go in and, and, and figure out what's really in there for you to explore and learn so that you can live your best life so that you can always be growing and doing the next exciting thing and because i think so t- so often we get to a certain age and we think it's too late um if you feel like you've failed at w- a particular thing in your life even if you've got a big successful career or all kinds of success in some area. I feel like there's, everybody's got something in their life that is a stumper. That is, that they've, that nut that they haven't been able to crack. And it's all because of the stories that we're telling ourselves about ourselves and what we're able to, you know, the, what, what people, who people have told us we are. That when you said that, I was like, yeah, people, it's all story. It's what other people are telling us, who other people are telling us we are, who we're telling us we are, because it's all a loop of repetition. So that really, um, that's what was sparking for me when you were speaking.
0: Yeah. And I'm coming to you, Simona. Yeah. I'm, and then thank you also, Yvonne, for, for everything you said. And thank you also for throwing that in there at the end about, it's also how we interpret ourselves. And by, and what I mean by that is, is even at an early age, yes, there are lots of people that mold who we are and program our brains, whether we like it or not. But we also do the same. It's how we interpret certain situations, especially, again, at that age between like zero and seven. We are really not only influential, but we, we see a, a situation, we interpret a situation a certain way, and boom, every time we're in another situation that reminds of, us of that, we react in a, in a certain way that, that likely doesn't serve us, and then we just create those patterns, like you said, that habit, and then it goes on autopilot, and we don't even realize it anymore. Simona, go ahead.
10: Okay, I love that you added that that in as well. And Yvonne, I think that you should come on my podcast because I think we should talk about this more. Um, and there's two things that you said there that really um, like it really sparked my 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 thoughts. So the first one is this idea of like facade, right? And so it's interesting because I I my own self as a human being, like I don't feel like I put on a facade. Like how I am is what you get. You know what I mean? But at the same time there's a whole like depth to that which relates to the other point that you were saying you know if you're if you're if you're talking to people who are you know let's say like midlife or later in life and all that there's a certain set of stories that that person has had for their entire life right and those stories um are a, a, how do i word this what i'm starting to notice in my own parents now is the deconstruction of those stories but also how much those stories shaped how I how I am and who how I grew up, the jobs that I took and didn't take, the programs that I went to in school and didn't go to, um, the friends that I had and I didn't have, the trips that I went on and didn't go on. And so it's amazing that, you know, people want to do this work later on in life. And I think that's one thing that's really cool about, you know, I would say, like, I'm going to say my generation and the generation, like, you know, coming up behind me it's the most emotionally aware in my opinion and i think that that is such a cool spot to to be in and i'm not saying that the ones older are not it's just a different life phase and it's tapping into that energy in a different life phase like i literally see it every single day and um and it's i'm not trying to generalize like every single person but i'm just saying like the the vast majority and you know i look at my own life and even still the decisions that i make every single day are influenced by my family's views and beliefs and this and that and whatever and so trying to break free from what that looks like but also you know encouraging them to try and do that work as well. It's a very interesting cycle to me. Again, what we talk about on my podcast. Um, so Yvonne, you'd be a really cool guest because I think we could have a really cool conversation. So it's just interesting. Like, you know, the patterns that you break within yourself, you break them for your your kids, how they grow up. What, you know, a, a lot of the times parents are like, you have to go to school. You have to get an education. Okay, but why? Anyways, I won't go down the whole rabbit hole. We can go, Yvonne, on the podcast. We can talk
9: about
10: that. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone can listen to it. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Yes. And I was thinking that the whole time Yvonne was speaking that I have a feeling these two should collaborate and guest on a podcast. So I'm glad that worked out. And real quick, I just want to, the whole thing I said with vulnerability versus bravery, I was on the fly and I wanted to just be super clear for a moment. When we talk about the definition of vulnerability, it's to be, this is a, a, Textbook definition to be susceptible to physical or emotional harm or injury, and then we look at a definition of brave having or showing mental or moral strength to face danger, fear, or difficulty. I don't know about you guys, but I prefer bravery over vulnerability, even though I know vulnerability there the intention maybe behind it is similar to bravery and words are very powerful and i choose to be careful with my words and focus on what words are going to make the biggest impact so that i just wanted to say that um we have so many people on stage and i love it and i want to make sure we get to everybody so what i might do and i see you Jackie i'll come to you in a second what um what I think we'll do is I just won't give a lot of, we, we won't do a lot of follow-ups because I really want to hear the answer to the main question. So go ahead, Jackie, and then we're going to keep going down the row here and we're, we'll get through everybody, I promise. Go ahead, Jackie.
8: Just real quick, I took what you said because you said that to me before, because I always said my podcast is about vulnerability and You've said all this to me, and I have changed my verbiage. So your word is spreading, Mark. I just wanted to put that out there.
0: Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I want to go for a moment to Dominic, because look, Dominic does a podcast, right? That and, And Black is America, and today is the first day of Black History Month. And I don't want to just skip over that. So, Dominic, I want to go to you with this same question. If your content could change one thing in this world, what would it be and why? Good morning.
6: Good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. And I'm sorry I have the AirPods. I couldn't find my wired um, headphones.
0: You're coming in clear right now. Clear. Okay. Yeah. Right, cool deal.
6: Um, so, I'm um, today is the first day of Black History Month. It's a celebration. An awareness of people who look like me, who's done amazing things uh, in this country and beyond. And so, as a person of color, when I think of this question, and as a content creator, uh, not just with Black is America, but also with the behavioral health pieces that I do as well, uh, the answer to this question is suicide within my community. That was to help stem that tide of suicide within this in the community. And so, uh, and it's personal for me because I had a mentee who during the pandemic took his life. Um, he, he grew up, uh, during in a rough part of Memphis. Uh, he, you know, dad wasn't in his life. He had a kind of a estranged, uh, relationship with his mom and, um, for all, you know, The trajectory he was heading was not a good one, but, you know, I took him on as a mentee and along with others, it wasn't just me, but we, we helped him turn it around. And then the pandemic happened and it's like, everything came to a steel. And I think it just got to a point where it was too much for him. And so, um, you know, within the black community, I mean, obviously suicide is something that cuts across. Social, economic, color—all the things, right? But when you look at the CDC reports, it's it's, it's the fastest is rising within my community, and it hurts because it's one of those things where, um, you, you you grow up black in this country and you feel like sometimes it doesn't love you back, and a lot of times that kind of feeds into those rates. And I'm not saying anybody here feels that way. But, you know, I did an episode about racial trauma uh, and those feelings, those perceptions, they're real. They're very real. And, and they can lead to stuff like suicide. And honestly, you know, the rates aren't even, you know, some of the worst when you think about the indigenous community as well. But if I could use my content to help change the word anyway, it would be to help stem the side, stem the tide of suicide within the black community. Done speaking. Thank you, Dominic.
0: Yeah, I didn't that I didn't realize you would go there, and I think that that's super powerful. And what I kept thinking here is because you know you were clearly your your focus is on the black community and helping to reduce ultimately eliminate suicide within the community and. I was thinking to myself, you know, that's what ultimately makes a difference among every community. If if we can focus on making a change among one group, I believe it's going to spread across many groups. So I, I appreciate your answer. I, I think that's amazing. Yeah. All right. I got to keep going. I got to stick to my word, and I was supposed to not do too much responding here. <laughs> so let me go to amanda y good morning amanda do you uh, are you open to sharing what's the one change you hope your podcast will make and why
12: hey good morning yeah i'd love to share i um so you know i feel like my message has kind of evolved over seasons um and that has a lot to do with just me stepping into finding you know my my niche or whatever. But for the majority, you know, I hope that when listeners listen to my podcast, they're edutained. I am all about bringing entertainment with education when it comes to uh, specifically, you know, women making next level moves in their lives, you know, breaking the glass ceiling. A lot of what Simona talked about, you know, what is that glass ceiling? Really, a lot of it is you know, the cap that was put on us from the generations before of who we were expected to be and who, you know, we needed to be instead of us stepping in and being ourselves, being authentic to who we are, using our voice, living out our passion and our purpose. So, you know, I use my life experiences and my stories as well as things that are, you know, relevant in the world right now to give a different perspective And give women the encouragement that they need, and sometimes the tough love that they need to break that mold, break their glass ceiling, and start living life authentically. I know that word is used, you know, all the time, but you know, just being who they really want to be and um, living out their passion and purpose.
0: Thank you, Amanda. And I have no problem with that word being used. uh, Authenticity. I have no problem with that being used when it's being used in the proper context, and you're using it in the proper context. Yes, it's it's a word thrown around a lot, and it's okay, in my opinion, to keep throwing it around, because there's no better word to describe being true to yourself, being who you are, embracing who you are. Thank you for sharing. All right, Stacy. good morning. If your content could change one thing in this world, what would it be and why?
7: Oh, um, gosh, sorry. I'm being brave this morning <laughs> um, from a mistake I woke up to. So um, my head's a little bit foggy. But my, overall, my quick answer is to improve experiences and have people own them. Own them as a boss. Own them as a colleague, own them as our own experiences in the workplace and out of the workplace. And there's so much in our control. So experiences and doing it right and uh, using stories to example, it, it show examples of what that means and the lessons from them. There's no reason to have a bad employee experience. There's no reason to have a bad customer experience and human experience. So that's what I do.
0: Thank you, Stacey. And yeah, uh we we'll, let's talk after the room this morning, if you don't mind. I wanna dig into that and thank you because Stacy shared a little bit about what she was what she led with. So I wanna and, and hopefully we'll talk about it more tomorrow too.
7: Yeah, one comment, we're not gonna go into it now, okay. but I do want people to know that when mistakes happen and they're not your own you can turn them into meaningful experiences. And what's therapeutic for me and being brave is I woke up this morning and I said, when I found out about the mistake that someone else told me about, um, I'm turning it into a blog article and my very first solo episode Mm. today. So do whatever is meaningful for you to heal. And that's my way of healing is really owning the mistake, even though it wasn't really mine um that's part of customer experience so thanks
0: I love that Stacy I think yeah I, you know Stacy was sharing with us yesterday that she was struggling with doing a solo episode and we were giving all sorts of ideas and suggestions to help get her more comfortable and sometimes the the magic pill the secret ingredient is is a mistake, is an error, is something that gets you fired up, and want to get out, get off your chest, get out there, and when you can learn a lesson from that and share that, that's your recipe for your solo episode. I love that. Thank you, Stacy. Uh, Alicia, good morning.
13: Good morning. Good morning. So <clears throat> I am Alicia Marie Fed, host of Behind the News, The Briefing. We help micro entrepreneurs operate at a level of a macro business. It is the purpose of our podcast to change how small business owners, new business owners perceive their business. There's nothing small about you. When you go to court, they don't ask you if you're a small business and charge you less to file a complaint against a vendor, against a partner. And they certainly Don't ask the person filing against you or the entity filing against you if you are a small business so they can charge them less. So there is nothing small about your business. So you must operate at that level. And in order for us to change the world with our podcast, that is the reason why it is one minute. It is made for the busy professional. So you learn on the go. There is no more FOMO on purpose. It is the belief of myself, the host, that chance favors the prepared mind. It is actually a a statement stated by Louis Pasteur who pasteurized milk. I have made it my own. Chance favors the prepared mind, and it is the intent, and we have already achieved that, for everyone, and I mean everyone, to know what's happening in their world and then make the best of it, period.
0: Thank you, Alicia. I'm going to keep it moving, so please don't be offended. I just want to make sure we hear from everybody. So thank you for sharing. I genuinely mean that. And I want to check in with Yvonne. Yvonne, if your content could change one thing in the world, what would it be and why?
11: Well, I call myself an age agitator. And I do that because the worst form of ageism is internalized ageism. So the whole idea is to have people not glom on to everything else that's part of their limiting beliefs, to then glom on the overall idea that it's too late for them or it's too late to make a change. So an internalized ageism builds in the belief that when you get to a certain point your opportunities are limited, your chance to make a difference in the world and contribute are over.
0: Thank you, Yvonne. Stacey and I had a conversation similar to that topic when we were at PodFest together. Uh, interesting that that came up. And yeah, I love what you're doing, Yvonne. Thank you. Brian, good morning. What is the one thing in the world, if your content could change it,
9: what would it be and why? Good morning, Mark. So the one thing that my um, content would change is uh, people's uh, views about uh, what is possible for autism, because um, there is this notion that, uh, that a lot of people on the spectrum cannot handle big large crowds case in point a networking event i was at last night where by the way i saw our good friend who's not here this morning chris baglio um so uh that that would be the uh thing that i would want uh to change change with my podcast content thank you so much
0: thank you brian i think you are making that change for sure thank you for sharing that thank you for doing what you do cool to hear that you saw chris we got to see get a picture of the two of you together next time if you didn't already do one i want to see that yeah stacy go ahead
7: brian i'm so jealous because you're in my uh state so if you ever go anywhere again uh do tell me with chris
0: stacy's a good buddy to go to events with i'll i'll vouch for that
7: oh thank you
9: <laughs> stacy reach out to me and um, because I I think I'm like relatively close. Um, and I I go to so many different events, not with Chris, but I do go to so, so many different events that uh, there's plenty of possibility that we could meet up in person. So just wanted to throw that out there for you.
7: Wonderful. Sharing is caring. Mm -hmm. Moving
9: on. (laughs) Cool. Well, let's wrap it up with.
0: Well, and I'll, I do want to hear from Alex too. And I want to get to DJ Rez, who we haven't had up here, at least since, unless you were here last week when I wasn't, we haven't had him up here for a while. And I, I, I think just about every morning when I'm pinging people into the room, he's one of those people. So it's good to see you, DJ Rez. And yeah, if there was one thing your podcast or your content, could change in the world, what would it be, and why?
5: hey mark? good to be here. um yeah, I haven't been waking up at seven a m so I'll try to do that more often um basically i uh as I'm putting the podcast back into motion um and this is a question I'll ask maybe tomorrow or another day about how to do that exactly <laughs> um because the the episodes are unreleased, and my future get want to know, you know, why, why didn't I release them and whatnot. So, um, but that's a question for a different time. Um, the, the podcast itself is about, uh, social dynamics really, and the nuances of human interaction from dating challenges to, uh, you know, sobriety to, um, conquering social anxiety. Ooh. Um, and then helping you navigate and enhance your social experiences. So that's really what, it's all about and uh, i hope to 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 be here more um lots of value in this room so i really appreciate it thank you
0: thank you for sharing and we appreciate the value you bring so thank you i love that alex do you want to share i'm curious and which which podcast you're gonna share about and what change you want it to make
4: well of course world domination but besides that (laughs) Um, you know, when I look at my daughter's podcast, you know, it, it's, it's really kind of selfish, but listening to this, everybody's answer, um, you know, I started it just to help her speak better and, and do the stuff that it takes to be prepared that I wasn't. Um, and the fact is, you, you know, if it helped other parents want to have a conversation about books, that's great. Um, I, I think that there's a lot to be said for that. I, you know, spending time with your kids is, is always important. I know there's not quality. It's how much it's, not, it's all, it's all good. You know, you want to spend as much time with your kids. And if you can do something that you both enjoy, that's great. Um, y- you know, for better or for worse, she still thinks I'm like, I know what I'm doing, uh, in terms of, in terms of the tv podcasts that i do the reviews i mean it, it it was pretty amazing this week and i know we're up against the time that i was able to talk to some of these stars and i pulled a surprise off on my podcast guest and the one actor like instagram me on my other on the daddy daughter one cuz she didn't want to um do the surprise, like have the surprise. She didn't want her to get, she wanted her to get surprised. So, I mean, they really took the time to do that. And, um, you know, we had another video that somebody's like, I can't wait to see you for the junket. I mean, you know what I mean? Like that's really cool to be on the, behind the curtain. It, it, you kind of want to pinch yourself and who knows where that goes, but it, it, we don't know what we're doing and we're just having fun doing it. So if that can, if that can really help other people to start, doing what we're doing, which is podcasting and talking about shows and all that, that that's really cool. Um, so those are my two answers.
0: Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Yeah, sometimes our podcasts inspire change by giving people permission to do what we're doing. And I certainly can see that especially, I can see that for both of your podcasts. And I see that especially with your podcast with your daughter. I think that, that that's the kind of podcast that gives gives a parent permission to do something like that with their kid that they hadn't maybe thought about doing before. So thank you for sharing that and thank you all for sharing. As we said when we were opening up today, it is a little bit of a deeper question and I appreciate everybody digging into that and exploring that as opposed to just saying, ah, eh, that's too much for me at seven this morning. I'm 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 not bothering. And hopefully for those of you who didn't necessarily come up and participate, hopefully it got you thinking. We do make a difference when we put out content that the whole world can consume. And if you want to make a difference and you're podcasting, it's important to think about your intentions. So keep that in mind and if you haven't come up with an answer I'm happy to talk to you about it and dig into that. Sometimes it just takes somebody else to talk it through. But we're all making changes here. We're all making a difference. And I appreciate you sharing your story with this community. I think it makes it makes all the difference in the world. It really does. So tomorrow, we are sharing our wins from the week. We want to hear it doesn't matter how big or how small it is. This isn't a comparison game. This is uh, the opportunity to celebrate you and what you're up to. So maybe you closed that big deal that you've been working on closing for a long time. Maybe it's been a challenging week and you've gotten through it. Whatever it is, we want to celebrate it with you tomorrow. We'll, We'll spin that wheel of topics, too, to keep some content creation conversation going as well, but usually the winds end up provoking or invoking, I keep saying provoking, invoking that as well. So remember, today, if you want to join us for free to learn a little bit more about some AI tools like Perplexity, and also learn about our processes and the tools we're using to enhance our content creation, please join us at NextGen Podcaster today. Join free. Click that link at the very top. No payment required. We just want you to join us and be a part of it and see what you think. So until tomorrow, 7 a.m. Eastern, make it a great day, everybody. Take care.